Alright, well, I just tried recording Just Saying Takes Episode 2, and for some reason, Audacity did not want to uh, let me save that file. So, back to the drawing board. Um, yeah, so, went into the city tonight, see part of my take. As a AWL, it was, you know, it was awesome to see Big Cat and uh, PFT actually interact with the people for the first time. You know, I didn't go to Pup Punk or uh, anything like that. It was actually my first bar stool that I've ever been to. Not so like a little fanboy, but it was pretty cool. Uh, going to, you know, they show some cool clips. Um, I thought the dope, the coolest thing was them waiting after the show and, you know, taking pictures with every single person that went up to him. And I probably stayed in an extra 30 minutes just to, you know, take pictures with everybody. And that was pretty cool because, like, you know, sometimes, you know, these people get, you know, bad reps from stuff. I mean, that was why Barcelona Van Talk was canceled. You know, it was the one-year anniversary. And, uh, it was dope, dude, just, you know, saying, you know, talking to him a little bit. It was a pretty cool experience. Um, but I want to get into the whole, you know, the before and after that. So, you know, getting into the city, you know, I had the Uber. And the first Uber driver, you know, cool guy. You know, talked about, you know, Bruce Springsteen and, you know, music from around the area. Um, you know, places we've seen him sing. You know, just a very cool guy to, you know, shoot the shit with, you know, Uber. You know, because you never want a bad Uber driver. I mean, I think it's more awkward when you just sit in the car and don't say a word instead of actually talking to the person. And everyone, oh, jeez, has had a bad experience with Uber. But that happens later after the show. But, you know, the guy gets, you know, gets me there. He's going to take the ferry into the city. And for some fucking reason, a propellered ferry cannot enter the water if it's windy out. Which made no sense to me. No sense at all. I mean, I I figured every boat had propellers. Maybe I'm the idiot. Guess so. But, uh... So that was a pain in the ass. I had to wait another 30 minutes. You know, had a couple more beers. Um, not to brag, as they would say. But, um... The Uber home after the train ride, which the train... From New York City to New Jersey is one of the most miserable things out there. Totally miserable. But the Uber driver at home is the complete opposite of the first ride I had there. Lady seemed nice at first. You know, definitely a nice person. But we're talking about the weather. She's like, well, I like being naked. You know, the hot out. You know, my dogs. You know, when, I'm, when they see me put clothes on, they know I'm taking my dog. You know, they, they know I'm taking them out for a walk. And suddenly they're like, they're like, lady, why are you telling me this? Like, this is a little, like, weird. Like, all right, you know, you're naked in your house 24-7. Like, cool. I don't need to know that. You want to, you know, take your dogs out for a walk? You want to stay in your own house naked, hang on there? Cool. But as a rider, I don't need to, you know, know that. Like, all right. And then she, the craziest, that's when I knew this lady was really bonkers, was when... She tells me she cut her hand peeling an orange as a kid, but she can't figure out why she likes oranges now. And she's going in depth to explain this to me. I'm sitting there like, I need to get out of this Uber now. Uber drivers, 
you know, I tip them both the same. That would be nice, I guess. I mean, I know some people that don't tip their Uber drivers. I personally think that's a little fucked up. I think you should always tip your driver, you know, especially or when you're at a bar. I think you should always tip at least every time you get a drink, maybe a dollar, depending on what, how much, how expensive it is. You know, if it's two fifty, you know, maybe you don't have to tip, but I think anything over four dollars probably deserves a, you know at least a dollar tip. But let's get to football. Sunday night and Monday night. Insane games. The shootout between the Chiefs and the Patriots was awesome. You know, Pat Mahomes rolling out right and throwing a streak, you know, hitting Kareem Hunt running a, you know, a fly route streak, whatever you want to call it. Right on the numbers. Hell of a throw. That kid is going to be something special, man. And personally, I think he's already better than Wentz and Goff. Um, I think that's the craziest take out there. But, you know, Tom Brady comes back at it once again. Drives the Patriots down for a field goal. And that's the game. The Sunday night game, which was a big fantasy issue, was Alfred Morris not getting the ball at all. I know Matthew Berry, I saw on Twitter, lost by point nine. Uh, I had a friend that lost because of Alfred Morris. And it's crazy, the Shanahans, you know, they talk about Mike Shanahan too, like when he was in Denver. You know, C.J. Anderson, Monty Ball, uh, Ronnie Hillman, you know, it was always, you know, I'm not even sure Shanahan was them was there for them, maybe, you know, older. Like, I think it was Sean Drone, Mike Anderson, Tatum Bell, maybe those guys. But Denver has always just had the most unreliable fantasy options of running back. Or maybe anyone who just plays for the Shanahans, that matter of fact. Because, you know, Alfred Morris, you know, the former Redskin, when they signed him after Jarek McKinnon blew out his knee, everyone's like, oh, Morris can be the main guy. Nope, Matt Breed is the main guy. Oh, well, you know, Morris will get touches against Green Bay. Uh, nope, Jonathan Most- Mostert. I forget how to say it. But, you know, it is what it is. Mason Crosby, you know, reignited his fire. You know, he made field goals after last week having a brutal game. Against the Lions. And Rodgers probably was, you know, just bitching at him all night. But looking at this upcoming Thursday night game a little bit, you know, it's so I've recorded it before, but you know, Audacity just didn't want to save the file, so here we go again. Running backs, Denver, Lindsay Freeman starts in ten to twelve, sixteen leagues, fourteen, whatever the fuck you're doing. Any kind of league. I assume Patrick Peterson will be, if they run any man coverages, Patrick Peterson will be on Emmanuel Sanders, which will allow Demarius Thomas to tear apart whoever's on their side. I'm not positive who it is. But, you know, Thomas has had games where he's caught at least one long ball for a touchdown, so I feel pretty good about that. Case Keenum, I wouldn't start him if you're, you know, unless you're in like a 16-man league. Or you just, you know, you had a quarterback that, you know, blew out his name. I don't think anyone's done that yet this year, but um, I'd do. i go for Keenum or, in a, you know, two QB league. Um, tight ends would probably want to touch him on Denver. Denver defense I would use um, in some in most leagues because I think you know, they're going up against a rookie quarterback. How could you not? And Rosen, Rosen even the Cardinals in a whole, have just been terrible this year. You know, some people pick them to be... Playoff contenders. 
And man, they look far from it. Um, so fantasy wise for the Cardinals, you know David Johnson has to be a must start. You know, he's probably your first round pick. You know you have to play him. You have to. Fitzgerald, even though he's been doing bad, like at, at least he's a flex. Um, if you're in like a deeper league, I guess you could spot play Christian Kirk. I mean, I'm sure that you should have a couple wide receivers that are better than him. But if you think he's gonna, you know, beat Roby or Harris in his matchups, go for it. I wouldn't suggest it. Um, Ricky Seals Jones. I'm not a big fan of Denver's middle linebackers. Um, Barry Marshall's a great linebacker, but I think Ricky Seals Jones could easily, you know, sneak behind him a couple plays and you know, catch a post or a corner out. He definitely makes some plays. Um, but back to. Um, waiver wires that just happened. And if you were lucky enough to get, you know, an Edo Smith because of the Devontae Freeman injury, or I mean in one league I had Alex Collins on the waiver wire, which blew my mind, but you gotta pick him up. Um I did fuck up by not picking up Marquise Goodwin the other night before I was gonna drop Randall Cobb. But Goodwin if Goodwin's on the waiver wire, he's a must pick up. Um other running backs, I mean, maybe Marlon Mack, he was doing bad there for a while. Now he seems to be the lead back again. Um, not trying to be the biased Jets fan, but if you need a a tight end spot play because you have a guy on a bye, maybe you pick up Chris Hendren. Hopefully he you know, gets a 60-yard touchdown or something like he did last week. Um, only thing that I think that really changes this week is if Dalvin Cook can come back healthy, I think that's huge for the Vikings offense. Um, Tevin Coleman now, because of the Freeman injury, is a running back one without a doubt. And nothing else really comes to mind. I mean, I'll do more um, fancy stuff tomorrow or the other night or Friday night. But um, thanks for listening to Just Saying Takes Episode 2. Hopefully this time it saves.